turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Start Start your your engines. Race fans, you are tuning into the only motorsports show in San Diego. Your host, Dave Stahl, and the racing school teacher, Brittany Sandoval, are taking you to the green flag, covering everything from your top-notch national drivers and crew chiefs right down to your local kid racers and racetracks. Strap in. It's Checkers and Wreckers on Racer Radio. All right, folks. Let's hear it for Dirt Dude. This is FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. This is Racer Radio brought to you by Black Forest Motorsports. If you have a BMW, Porsche, or Mini Cooper, hey, and you want to get a dealer alternative, you can't beat Black Forest. Over 40 years experience, want to slap a number on the door and win, Black Forest Motorsports can hook you up. Go to blackforest.com, blackforest.com. All right, Brittany's been in for a couple hours, and she's brought us some one pretty exciting show on Yak Radio, but right now we have two world famous, I'm going to call them world oh, famous, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, motocross uh, ladies from days gone by where they started off, where they had to stuff their hair in their helmet. <laughs> or- <laughs> so, they, well, you have short hair, so it's not, you can get away with it. It tell us who we got. We have Sue the Flying Fish and Lori Payne, both with incredible riding records. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Rec- Where's Lori's title? Oh, I, I used to be called Insane Pain. Oh! oh Lori Insane I, Wait, Payne. would you cause or you were in I, Pain? <laughs> a little of both. Oh, okay. <laughs> Completely earned. Oh, Completely my gosh. I earned. did not know. Thank so you for sharing. So, in other words, sharing. when they seen you coming, it was smart to get out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> you know, off air, we were just talking about your longevity. You're still racing. Yes. And are we still insanely in pain and uh, no. in a different no, aspect? Yeah. Why Wait are you raising your hand? She's raising yes. her hand. Yes. What? <laughs> oh, you are. Yeah. Oh, well, oh, you I have see. some surgeries and... I've no, had a, you've never had a surgery. What a are you long kidding? list. A <laughs> well, long, long list. Well, it's probably list. easier to tell us what hasn't been yeah. broken. Yeah. Pretty um, much. I don't know if I even can. Um, yeah. No, I, you can't break hair. I've had it cut, but not broken. Yeah, I mean, it. all the gray hair on my head, yeah. I've earned every single one of them. And what about, what about you, Laura? you break anything? I, oh. I, for the very first time in all, all my years of racing... Five years ago, I, I crashed Ooh. during practice. It wasn't no! even a, it broke my collarbone. That's only one time? Oh, one wow. time. In all the years you've been racing? In all the years. I've been knocked out twice. Well, oh, 40 years wow. apart. For, oh, 40 years you're apart. Kidding. Wow. So one was more recent? Uh, about seven years ago. Okay. Yeah. And Dang. you're still racing? Oh, yeah. Oh, my. These two were just racing flat track. Two Wait, weeks two ago. weeks ago? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I'll have to tell you my flat track story off air. Yeah, these two are incredible. The longevity, as you brought up off air, Lori. And then just, I don't know, maybe you have the vast variety like Sue. We're talking motocross. You've been on the pavement. She won her first race at Willow Springs, was it? Yes. And the flat track and the mountain biking. And oh my gosh. Off-road car car racing. Oh, Oh, you did. You got a stunt woman for nine years. What movies have you done? Um, Terminator, Footloose. Oh, I've never heard of either one. Um, Jeez, those are big ones. A lot of TV stuff. What'd you do in Terminator? Which, which vehicle? Uh, I was doubling Linda, Linda Hamilton. Stop it! And throwing bombs you... and no things out at the... Yeah, it was pretty neat. Wait, what? You were what? You were throwing, throwing bombs through the <laughs> tunnels and yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, just doing some stunt driving, hitting guardrails. And Isn't that the like most that. fun so, you could ever imagine? Yeah. Yeah. I always want to I be a stunt driver. I think she seeks fun stuff like oh, that. Yeah. Well, and things come to you by the things that you have done. Mm-hmm. Factory riders. What factory teams have you ridden mm-hmm. for? I raced um, in 1974. I raced for Hodaka through a bike shop. And that was only, a, a, I don't know, maybe a, a year stint. And then mm-hmm. then I started racing for Yamaha USA through another bike shop. And my my whole career was basically ra- racing for Yamaha. Okay. And, wow. um, and then, they, you know, they worked, sent me to all the races. Sure. And, and uh, you did some internationals. And, Is that when you did some international stuff? Uh, I, I went and I did some uh, stunt work with Evil Knievel. In '79, <laughs> and um, then I also went to uh, Roger DeCosta called me out of the blue in 1980 and asked me if I would be interested in going to Buenos Aires to race in what they had then. It was an, a men's championship series, mm-hmm. and so call Sue. And I was like, "Who's calling me?" <laughs> I said, "How fast can I say? Are you kidding me?" Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. It, was, it was great because I, you know, I was young. And I went over there, and I ended up getting second in the series. The and men's series. In the men's series. And in 1980, in, in Argentina and Buenos Aires, that was a... Women didn't no, no, wear no, no. shorts. They You're didn't right. do anything. And I'm out running. They're like, you can't go out there like that. I said, I'm not running in jeans. <laughs> yeah. What about you? I was briefly, oh, about a year or so, uh, uh, factory sponsored by Yamaha International. Okay. So both, so both of you owe a lot of it to Yamaha. Mm-hmm. So I have to tell you a cute story. So I had this vintage motorcycle group on KUSI. She's heard this story a hundred times, and I just love it. Mm-hmm. So they had all these bikes, Hodakas, Bull Tacos, most beautiful bikes. They're all brand spanking new. Yeah. So I walk up to the guy with the Bull Taco, and I said, so, how's your, how do you like your bike? Oh, yeah, things wonderful. I says, how easy is it to start? Oh, starts on a dime. I said, well, that can't be a bull taco. Because yeah. those no. things do not start <laughs> easy, right? <laughs> right? Am I right? And it's on the no. wrong side. <laughs> and it's on the wrong side to boot. Oh, my God. It's absolutely. It'll kick you back over the handlebars. <laughs> yes, and a heartbeat if you're not watching absolutely. what you're doing. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> so time flies when you're having fun? It does. Now, are you still racing? Uh, no. Well, I raced a couple weeks ago. It was an invitational race, uh, and it was a fundraiser for a speedway rider that had had passed a few years okay. ago. Aww. And they have it at Ventura every year. And they, they had an intermission race where it was a team race with a male pro and then a 
female pro uh-huh. and and so the women took off first and we rode five laps and then we had to switch over bikes but we were going backwards on the track mm-hmm. uh, is this ventura speedway yeah ventura speedway yeah. now i hadn't been on a dirt bike in 10 years <sighs> and even then it was like i did a parade lap or something so um to get back on it and uh go out there and race and and i, I you know I, all i did i just didn't want to fall i wanted to win the whole shot and i didn't want to fall right and, and uh, you accomplished. And, and we she do? did both, and she smoked us all. <laughs> <laughs> were you there too? Oh yeah, you were racing too, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> who was your up. male counterpart? I I raced with Dan Waller. Who? Um, oh yeah. Dan Waller's big time in Speedway. He has yeah. a bike shop in Santa Barbara at yeah. Precision Cycles. How about you, Lori? My my partner was Bob Toko. Bobby Toko. Oh yeah. He was the first uh, mini world champion in 1972. Uh-huh. We've been friends for 50 years. As oh, we said. I that love fun. it. And so did you get the bug again? I know, right? I know. In the vein, Don't I was like, "Oh that? man, now what am I going to do?" You did so well. Do you well have a not dirt bike it. right now in your possession? Could you throw your leg over one? Oh yeah. Wow. <laughs> How do you not? How do you keep yourself? Uh, you know, the last few years I've had a lot of injuries that I had to take oh. care of, and I've got a lot of artificial. I yep. got more metal in me than right. But um, I realized that I could still go out and do it. Now my parents and my family, though, they're like just rolling their eyes, like, "What is wrong with you?" <laughs> And that little There's that chip look. in that brain went, oh, I can do it. Wait, all I'm hearing is race car, race a car, race car. There's, there's a, My body's there's not a, enough involved. Uh, I, I did do it for a while when I was um, um, coming back from a bad injury. But I, I really liked the fact that um, in motocross, it's the most physically demanding sport that there is. is. And I'm an athlete, and I've been an athlete since I was nine years old. Right. And... What was always worked in my favor when I raced against the guys was that I I trained and I was in better shape, was than the light, guys. and yeah. I could get the starts. Right. And then you know, yeah. um, okay. So did you, you see? Did you see the elbows out? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> she went the whole the, shot. Yeah, did you notice that elbows? Well, no, out? because I'm still on the car thing. So what I can do? So my race car has a motorcycle engine. See that should catch your ear, and I'll just switch off the power steering and make it more difficult on you. <laughs> and uh, would that be more enticing? It, does. it could be. Huh? I mean, I just like being on wheels. Do you know I, what? I, there's you know just what two I, extra. I grew up with my dad. I told you my mom and dad raced on motorcycles. Mm-hmm. I grew up hearing four wheels is too too many. Yeah, they would always say that. Well, I mean, if you want to. Tip it tell up him, on two Tell them what motor you got. I have a GSXR 1000. Well, that'll make that thing go. See, I'm trying. I'm just trying to get her interested. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm always in, my my ears. You'll are give always, her the seat in your car. She fits too. <laughs> People are always too tall to get into my car. You want to get into a uh, door slammer? No, thank you. Let's take a break. This is Racer Radio FM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Welcome back to Racer Radio FM. 961 AM1170. The answer. This segment is brought to you by Elk Cone Ford, where nobody, absolutely nobody, treats you better than Elk Cone Ford. Elk Cone Ford is at 1595 East Main Street in Elk Cone. Go to elkhonemotors.com for new and used. Family owned and operated. They even have a service department 
that will work on every car in your driveway. How cool is that? Paul Dyke and his son, PJ, race out at uh, Barona. I sure do. Is there one more son, or is it just PJ? I always get I always confused. hear PJ. I don't hear another one. Yeah, well, they, they win. Down they there. get trophies left and right. It is abs- that deeply. Yeah, it's absolutely amazing. So if you're looking for a good dealer to buy, lease, a car from El Cajon Ford. Uh, do we have Todd on the line? We got Todd Salazar. He is owner of Barona Speedway along with his family. How you doing, bud? How are you guys? Oh, Great. We're just having a wonderful day. Anytime we can talk motorsports, how bad could it be? So you had a two-day event. Successful La- Successful, event. I understand. And you had people coming from everywhere. Uh, New Mexico, lots of Arizona guys. Wow. Steve Worcell came. He was one of our guys, and his job took him to uh, Washington State. So he drove down, and uh, good car counts. We had 126 cars Friday night Jeez. and 123 cars Saturday. Wow. Nice. Was it, Were you expecting that many, or were you surprised? Yeah, I mean, no. Yeah. We were, that's what we were expecting, or more. Yeah, okay, all right. And, so, uh, and I understand this. Car counts. Yeah, and the stands were full. Yep, they, we did really good. It was a good weekend. Wow! So that means you're going to do it again. Hmm. Yes. <laughs> well, you know, your 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 team really works super hard to put on probably the best show in Southern California when it comes to dirt racing, and I, and I mean that with all sincerity. I know Brittany hears it. I hear it. And when people go out, especially for the first time, they are absolutely amazed as to how much fun they have. And that includes the junior division too. Yes, I just it does. want to acknowledge that as well. Right, not all tracks have it, and we do. Barona does. Barona and really just, puts a lot of effort into it. We're going to continue to have that many just great adult drivers because they're starting so early. Yeah, exactly. So, what do you got coming yeah. up? So Saturday, it's the mini sprints. It's their last time for the year. I don't have the freaking schedule in front of me. I do. But, uh, hey, Brittany okay, has it. Go ahead and read it off for me. Um, IMCA Sport Mods, IMCA Stock Cars, Street Stocks, IMCA Hobby Stocks, Lightning Sprints, and I believe that's with the wings. I think I've been seeing that advertised. They are with the wings, yeah. yeah. Pure Stocks, Dwarfs. And then the juniors are running mini dwarfs and junior sprints. Right. And it is going to be a show to end all shows. Uh, And, you know, everybody was worried about the weather. I don't think the weather was that bad. When the sun went down? It was hot. Until the sun went down. Yeah. I couldn't believe I put a sweatshirt on when the sun went down. I was shocked. Yeah. It got cold when the sun went down, absolutely. Yeah, you can always count on that. Nothing wrong with that. Mm Mm-mm. So, how how much does that affect track prep when the weather is like that? It screws it all up. Ah! <laughs> At least well, he's honest. Yeah, they um, cut the track this time between the main uh, between the heats and the mains for oh, the adults. Really? Yeah, I'm surprised to see that. The problem that we're having is that we have two different materials on the track, oh. and the darker material. That's why it got so dusty on Friday night, and that's why it was completely different on Saturday. So we, when we were done racing, we went out and ripped the track, and then we grabbed more of the darker material to cover up what was underneath that was making the dust. 
And that's why the tracks were completely different from Friday to Saturday. I heard they were different. I was there on Friday, and <laughs> if anyone got a picture of me, they could use it against me because during the modifieds, there was just so much energy on the track. I ended up, I had my hat on, my glasses back on. I usually don't wear them at night, and I broke out my bandana oh, and really? put it on. It was so dusty, it almost hurt. <laughs> but I was like, I got to watch. I got to keep my eyes open because it was such a good race. I think it was the third wow. division to go out. It was, yeah. There's so much energy well, out there. Yeah. When they went out there for their hot laps, the A-mods, mm-hmm. Kane and I intercepted at the same time at the track entrance and the dust. And we like yeah. looked at each other and we saw, what is this? You yeah. know? And then <laughs> Matt Hicks is standing right there and he's throwing his hands up in the air because he likes a dry, slick track. Uh. And we were just like, are you kidding me? And so we put it together. You know, that that's what it was, was uh-huh. the different color material. Uh. And like, the track was awesome. On Saturday night, it was oh, cool. we didn't have to touch it. Wow, Very we didn't cool. have to touch the track. Can, so oh, it it was a good weekend. Uh-huh. You know, Trisha really worked her tail off. Oh yeah, sponsorship, our guys, everyone. You know, everyone. Our team, Mark Rose, everyone involved with you know Ken doing the blade, mm-hmm. Bardo, everyone. It it was really a good evening. A and good staging, evening. they're doing well in staging. Oh, Samantha has that wrapped up. Yes. She, she knows what she's doing. And then my favorite at the end of the night is when your daughter hands me the envelope with the cash in it. She's so okay. adorable. Freedom. I love her. You yes. can't have his daughter. Oh, she's so adorable and so organized. She's so <laughs> meticulous. She's Takes after she's her dad. on it. Takes after her she's dad. She's a little Trisha. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you mind um, elaborating on uh, not the upcoming, but the next one? I'm seeing the Josh and Bob Thompson Memorial on August so, 19th. Josh was a very good friend of ours, his whole family. And his father was our flag man. And we lost Josh in... Uh, 2022 mm. and um with our with my personal things you know we really didn't get to because i was mm-hmm. you know in jupiter yes so in, in the off season i had i had called his brother um jeff and they were racers they did dwarf cars and they did modifieds and oh. jeff he's up in bakersfield now so i just i ran and you know by him hey we would like to do a race for josh and then, you know, their father, our, his, their father, Bob, was our flag man. Mm-hmm. And he passed away last year. I forgot the date. If It was sep- August or September. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we're incorporating it, Josh and Bob Thompson Memorial Race. And so we're going to do, um, since they were in the Modifieds and the Dwarf Cars, they started in the Dwarfs. So we're going to do 2,000 to win for the A-Mods. And then we're going to do a thousand to win for the dwarf cars. Yeah, I see wow. the pretty purse there. Yeah, that'll definitely bring. What do you think, Sue? You the... want to hop in my dwarf car? A thousand to win. She won the first time she was on a street bike yeah, at Willow. You know, I... Talked me into it. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't take hard. I'll see if Darren Brown's <laughs> showing twists. up or not. Her arm is already <laughs> twisted. <laughs> Well, you know, and that's, there you go. That's another thing this track is notorious for, and that's, you know, having memorials for, for past, you know, crew people and, and, and drivers. And, and that's what a, tr- a small town track needs to do is, is to keep engaging their fans, their family. And I think it's good to hear that even the big NASCAR guys are doing campaigns to support your small tracks, support your small tracks. And I think, you know, and you'll have to admit, I mean, you've got a, a really good team right now as far as everything from your announcer 
to you know tech and 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 you got mark rose and because you can't do it by yourself and you need a team and i think you've got a really good team put together yes you know uh right down to ken ken helps me run he blades the track for me right so i'm i do the watering i do all the watering of the track during mm-hmm. the week and he'll he lives in ramona too he's a good friend of ours right and uh he'll stop by and you know i'll do my watering and i'll tell him you know go away you know, I got this. See you tomorrow, you know. And so we're if we're ripping or we're just, you know, soaking the track, he stops by. Um, with the warmer heat, you know, with the warmer weather now, yeah, we're having, you know, we're, it was since last year, obviously, with the heat, and we had all the moisture in the ground from the rain and everything. Right. So we're, you know, redoing what we're doing. We bought the water wetter, so we're putting that back in the track, and... Saturday night, it was a phenomenal racetrack. Ken does a really good job, mm-hmm. and you know it's it pays you back for all the work you do during the week. Oh, without a shadow of a doubt. If you don't put the time yeah. in Monday through Thursday, you're not going to be happy with the results on Friday or Saturday. Oh, here she comes. Yeah, you don't just open the gate and say, okay, we're open and throw a load of water on. Yeah, ain't going to work. So, uh, all right, well, uh, Brittany. Nick asked me. Oh, pardon? I'm sorry. Brittany has to ask the question well, she I always asks. I think I saw asked. it posted. Is there really practice on Friday? Did I see that? Yes. 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 Okay. We, that's out of our way. What were you going to say? <laughs> it was posted. I just wanted to make sure it's still on. Yeah. No, we just don't open the gate. You know, get there, open the front gate, open the track gate, and say, here we are. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's a lot of preparation for getting everything going. Oh, yeah. It's like Trisha. Trisha has to deal with the payouts. With the monies, with yeah. the change, with all that stuff, and but Mark, you know, doing the lineups and all that stuff, it's it's just not show up and let's go. Yeah, exactly. No. Got to be organized. Yeah, and the drivers res- respect that too. You know, if they know you're if there's a practice, then they know what they have to do, just like you guys know what you have to do. Because if practices weren't beneficial, then nobody would ever bother coming, and what would be the point? So the fact that you do your side and the drivers do their side i think that's what makes it makes it work but i know it's a lot of work which is a good let me ask a good question are you open to more volunteers always looking for more people yes okay because we don't really talk about it and and you can always tell when a track is running well most people think eh, they got this thing handled but they may not know what's going on behind the scenes when you've got you know, people working until 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning, you know, either cleaning up or getting done after a race. Because, you know, a lot of people just go race or the spectators just go spectate and then they leave and don't mm-hmm. think nothing mm-hmm. of it. So I think, you know, we need to maybe even do a segment on KUSI on strictly volunteers. You know, maybe get a bunch of volunteers to actually come to KUSI, you know, and, and just promote the you-know-what out of volunteering. Because I think that's something that the fans and, 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 and even the drivers need to realize it takes a team or an army, really, to put a, put a race on that they're absolutely enjoying every other weekend. It would be nice to know them better. I, I think, think so. we know they exist. I, I think, think so. so many of us are grateful because we have that outlet. But it would awesome, be awesome to kind of personalize them a little more. So I'll reach Humanize out. Them. I'll reach out to Tricia next week, and we'll pick a date that, that that's going to be you know conducive. And you guys put it out to the volunteers that hey, we'd really like to honor you, you know, on KUSI and have them come down. We'll bring one race car, you know, just put it on the patio, but then bring the volunteers down. If that works for you, I'm happy to do it. 
Yeah, that's cool. You know, it's just like our fire crew guys. Yeah, exactly. Guys, Jeff, they, he just moved, yep. or he is moving. Yeah. So he drove the truck, right? Right. We we bounce a guy. If we're short a guy in the ambulance, they yeah. got a guy that backs up that. Right. Uh, Robert Chavez has been driving the push truck, and I think that we don't have our tow truck guy this week. Our yep. normal guy isn't there. So those guys, they just step up to the plate and help us where we sure. need the help. Sure. That wherever we need it. Yeah. All right. Oh. We got to let you go. Thanks again. Baronaspeedway.com. Baronaspeedway.com. Plus, social media is here, there, and everywhere. Barona Speedway. Keep the track alive. Bring your family. And I guarantee you, you'll have the time of your life. Todd, thanks again for everything you do. Big, big hug to the family. And we'll talk to you down the road. We're racing next week. Have a great week. day, guys. Thank you. Yep. We're okay. racing Bye-bye. next week. All right. This is Racer Radio, FM 96.1 AM folks welcome back this is racer radio fm 961 am 1170 the answer this segment is brought to you by paris auto speedway man if you haven't been to paris auto speedway you've missed the show of a lifetime all starts with scott delosio he is the man when it comes to announcing knows everybody and anybody but it's just a great show and they just do it week after week after week. But you got to go to parasautospeedway.com because they do, especially during the really hot summer months, they do take a, a little time off. Scott, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing pretty good. How are you guys doing down there? Good. Now, we're going to throw a trivia question at you and see what you know. Have you ever heard of Sue the Flying Fish and Lori Insane Pain used to run flat track? Sue Fish name sounds familiar. I did a little bit of flat track way back in the day. Yeah, well, she was way back in the day. But she's racing now, so we have her in as guest. So the, she'll be listening. So they're going to critique if you start talking flat track. So what's go, what, what's going on, brother? Uh, nothing much. You know, we took last night off, and as you we were mentioning, this is the time of year we yeah. take a little bit of time off. Um, we race the next three weeks, and then we take three weeks off before coming back. I think we have after that. About eight races the last two months of the year, okay. or September, October, November. Um, you know, it's just this time of year. Oh, it's uh, so it's hot. one of the times of the year when, you know, the crowds kind of go down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hotter this time of year, and also you've got school starting up. Boo. So, oh, sorry. You know, sorry. we lose some fans when that happens because it's our last chance to do some other things at the races. So, right. By yeah, the, we're back next week where, for the first three weeks in a row, Night of Destruction. Oh, Yay! Night of Destruction. Now, these two would be great uh, doing the double. Who would be on the top steering double decker, and who would be on the decker, bottom? Uh, demo Derby. I will pull up a picture for you, too. Yeah, so we'll let Scott continue on. Yes. <laughs> uh, I, I've lost my track train of thought there. Yeah, we're... Uh, we're back. This is actually, there's only two more nights of destruction left after this this year. One in September and one in October. So it's people getting down to the short strokes, getting out to see it. And we tell everybody, you know, come out early. Um, 
515 to 545, put all the drivers on the racetrack with their cars, open the gate so all the fans can go down there, meet the drivers, get autographs, take photos. Um, and most of them have candy or some kind of giveaways for all the little kids that show up. So, you know, try that at a Major League Baseball game. Yeah. Right. No kidding. Wow. And, you know, I think the best thing about our shows is, uh, you know, last um, <laughs> last week we had four divisions running. Four divisions or five divisions, which is about the max. We never run much more than that. Right. Right. You know, we started our first race. It was at seven. Our last race ended about nine forty-five. Yeah, yeah, so, that was really good. Well, we're normally out between nine thirty and ten. We don't want people to sit there and get bored. Right. Um, we don't want people to sit there or have their kids get bored. That's even worse because yes. the mom, dad, asking you want to come back again. The kids going to remember staying up till eleven o'clock at night and falling asleep in the grandstands. They going to come back. So. You know, we want to run a real quick show, get everybody in, get it all compacted together so people want to come back again. Right. Yeah, because, I mean, you almost have to look at it as like going to the movies. You know, you don't want to stay longer than two, three hours because, yeah, you have a tennis, especially with kids. They do lose their their attention span, shall we say. Yeah, it's, you know, if it's and if there's a ton of yellow flags, we'll mix in red flags and they're sitting there through that yeah. or – you know, they're sitting through different divisions. And when you got, you know, we try to make it a smaller amount of cars there because, you know, I going up to sprint car race in Central California years ago, and I quit going because in those same nights they were running five classes stock cars with them. Oh, wow. So the sprint cars would run their heat races, and the stock, or they then go to the stock cars. You wouldn't see the B main for the sprint cars for like an hour and 15 minutes later. And it was the same thing getting to the main event. So, you know, we try to compact that in so people just do not get bored. Right. So you guys doing anything special to the track? I mean, while you're off, just like anything, any upgrades or anything like that? No, 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 no. I mean, the track is fine. Um, You know, I mean, the facility is the most modern facility in California. Oh, yeah. Uh, Track is fine. You know, track gets used a lot. I know yesterday there was a there was a go kart race there in the afternoon. I think today, and I'm not 100 percent sure about that, but there was uh, here this yesterday or this coming Sunday. There's a practice session for the guys, uh, basically in the mini stock class or the IMCA Sport Compact class. Oh. But the track gets rented out a lot um, for practices. Sure. Uh, you know, we get people come out. They do TV and movie shoots, commercials. So the track gets used quite a bit besides racing. Right. But it still constitutes maintenance and taking care of it, and you know, because you want to make sure you present well. No, if you don't get behind on stuff, you really don't have to. You know, you just got to keep up with it. You're not doing uh, major repairs on anything. The track surface, you know, Don's been preparing that with Rick Fulton for years. You know, Don's been doing that since 1996. You know, they've got the track surface down to where it should be. I mean, there's... It's a dirt track, so every so often it's not going to go the exact way you want it to go. But, you know, that's part of dirt track racing. It ain't no damn pavement race where no. it's the same the entire night long. No. You know, dirt track changes. Dirt track can change three or four times in a main event. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of happened to me last race. Did that happen? Verona. Yeah. I never found the groove, apparently. Apparently. Yeah. Your dad told you. All right, after yeah. the race. Yeah, after the race. Well, that's part, of, that's part of dirt track racing. Absolutely, that you is. Know, it happens to everybody. That's true. 
So uh, yeah. yeah, so I'm I'm looking. Exactly. Yeah, we definitely got to get my tail up there. That's for sure. But When's hey, the last time you were there, Dave? It's been it's been a little bit of a while. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's just, it's getting up at four thirty. Yes, you work early on, the next morning. See, if I didn't work KUSI, then yeah. that would take care so of a lot fun. of the issues. Yeah, it's so. Fun. Oh, I know, and I've been there. I've been there when I first met Scott and Don. I mean, I was hightailing it up there, and boy, it was it was tough the next day to get on yeah, TV. I bet. Ladies, have you seen it recently? No. The track? No. Oh, The nice really? restrooms in the Sangria Nicest restrooms you ever seen, ever. <laughs> there are so many of them, and they're all so clean. Oh, And wow. then I'll say... We're, we're used to outhouses. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? You won't get that, you won't get that at uh, Paris Auto Speedway. The best... There's, right? there's, not, there's not an outhouse on the property. <laughs> no. This, this isn't the days of Speedway 117 and Ascot anymore. Ah, be nice on 117. I will say Verona has them in the pits, but they are cleaned between every race. Oh, I are appreciate they that. Yeah. Yes. For an outhouse, they're pretty clean. They're pretty clean. Much better than the local and the food And yeah. the food there at Paris is awesome. Oh, my God. No. I had suet sangria. Well, <laughs> Eyes yeah. got really big. I mean, I may have experienced one or two there. Yeah, maybe one or two. So, all right. So, how are the uh, how are the points championships coming along? Um, stock car stuff's really good. You know, we went into last week. Uh, two of the five classes we ran. One of them, the street stock class, actually had three guys tied for first oh, wow. going into the night. And I think two of them are still tied for first. Their next race is going to be in two weeks. Mm-hmm. And uh, the other class, um, they had two guys tied for first. You don't get that no. happening, you know, this late in the season so much. That's pretty cool. Um, you know, hopefully it'll be a fight down to the finish in all the classes. One guy's got Chris Carnes, you've had before. Yeah. Had on before, I should say. He had the biggest lead going into last week, and that was in the factory stock class. So it's been tight all year. Hopefully it'll continue on that way all year. Um, same in night destruction, not quite as tight as the others, but uh, we'll see what they can do on Saturday night. And that really makes for good racing for the fans. When, when, when you've got, you know, instead of people running away from a championship and you've got them, you know, door handle to door handle in the top five, you know, in your case, three, that's, that's really makes it worthwhile going. Cause you'll see some serious competition. Yeah. I mean, it's an extra incentive, you know, when the fans know what's going on. Um, you know, these three guys are tied for first. We try to keep them updated. You know, it's something like that after the heat race. Try to do quick points to announce to them how the points are going into the main event. Sure. And even do that during the main event, announce to them, if they finish this way, this is where they're going to be. You know, so that, you know, maybe yeah. that makes them want to come back a little bit the next time to see more of it. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you know, that's, yeah, because your job is to keep them, keep the fans engaged, keep the, audience on the edge of their chair i I was looking up Alyssa smith's facebook page because i i think she was down at barona i think her boyfriend fiance husband i'm not sure quite he came down and won the darn thing last week oh (laughs) yeah he's doing the acceptance speech and i'm like i think that's Alyssa smith and then he thanked her um and i think she was on the track and so i was looking her up and people were just giving you kudos for having all the kids come out on the track it's i wish more tracks would interact with kids i've never seen so many kids smile while handing out pictures and candy and so kudos to you guys Kids, is, that's the biggest thing. I mean, sure. you want kids to come and be happy, so they ask mom and dad to come back. You know, um, we've made a little change in the music um, the past couple of races, which we're going to continue on. Um, you know, I mean, 
<laughs> they play my favorite type of music. They, um, I'm from Detroit, so Motown, 60s and 70s. Oh. But um, I'm telling you, that's not what you want to play to a crowd at a racetrack these days because it's got to be upbeat, fast music. Yeah. you got to mix the music up. As We were talking about that a few weeks ago. Right. Yes, getting Brandon uh, on that. mix the music up so everybody can ha- enjoy their portion of music. And that wasn't cutting it. So if you come now, you're going to hear a whole lot more upbeat, faster music at the racetrack. And that's another part of it. You know, yeah. keep the excitement going. Well, you guys are at every race are always adjusting. You know, you got your you got your ear to the ground and you adjust accordingly for it to be a better experience all the way around for drivers, fans, and even employees really when you come right down to it. So, you know, again Well you've got you've got to listen to the fans, you've got to listen yep. to the drivers and teams. Yep. Um without a doubt. You know, there's three things you need to make a racetrack successful. You gotta have the racetrack. You yep. gotta have the fans that come to the racetrack. Yeah. And you got to have the drivers come to the racetrack to entertain the fans. If you're missing even one of those, you're done. Yeah. Well, you know, buddy, a lot of people, a lot yeah. of people don't think that way, but that's the way it is. Hey, what's going on with Damian Gardner? Is he still running? No, no, okay. he stepped aside last year. Okay, he, that was it for him. I'm not saying he will never race again. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he basically has retired. I know. Oh, really? I got a guy got in contact with me about having to go over this coming winter to race the winter in South Africa. Oh wow! And I got a hold of him, put them together, and I heard he's interested in that. But no, he has not raced since last. Okay. Um, I don't think he ran Turkey Night at Ventura. He may yeah. have. I might have forgotten that. But he has not raced a sprint car since last November. Um, the team sold all the equipment. Oh. So he's wow. just enjoying life, going to the river and stuff. Now he's helping. Yeah, you know, he's helping a few guys. In fact, sure. AJ Bender, they got their new gas chassis that Sexton's put together. Right. Um, they were having a little trouble getting dialed into that. Well, Damien came out one Thursday night. They ran to the racetrack, let him watch the car. Then he got in the car and told them, you know, you need to do this, you need to do that. Mm-hmm. And you know, since then, AJ's had I think I think his last two finishes, both in the top five, including uh, the last race two weeks ago. His best ever finish in a. In USAC CRA sprint cars when you finish second. Well, do me a favor, because I know you have his contact info. Reach out to Gardner and just tell him that we'd sure like to uh, have him call in. Because, you know, he he's he's such a show. The only problem is getting him to remember to call in. <laughs> you give me his know, number. How many times did I end up calling I know. him? He was supposed to. It's like, I know. dang it, he didn't call. You give me his number. We'll hook him up. Buddy, thank you very, very much. And uh, look forward to talking to you next week. You guys stay cool down there. You got it, man. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we got Sue, the flying fish, and Lori, insane pain, (laughs) coming up to close the show on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer.
Nation Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. Hey, show off air is always better than on air. It's good as well. It is. Yeah. Well, this segment is brought to you by Certified Car Clinic, 11370 North Woodside Avenue. Hey, if you want to take your car for general automotive, no problem. But if you have a dirt car, circle car, drag car, and you want to go really fast, dino's in house. 11370 North Woodside. Give him a call, 619-444-7170. All right. Go ahead there, young lady. Well, um, I was thinking since we only have nine minutes and, you know, 20 seconds, could we talk present and future? I mean, we know we're in the presence of greatness. I don't know that officially we um, acknowledge that Sue the Flying Fish has been inducted into the AMA Motorcycle Hall of Fame, just to put into perspective, right? Thank you. The presence that we have among us. Um, What about Lori? I. No, but I did go to see Sue be inducted into the Hall of Fame, of course. And she's also in the FIM. The but I heard you were in the the, hall, the Pain Hall of Fame. Yeah. Well, probably, yeah. Or Locker. No, you haven't even hurt yourself <laughs> one time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you do show up places. We were talking about um, Burnsworth earlier. Uh-huh. Or Burn. Worth. Burnworth. No Scott S. Burnworth. No S. That came out. Yeah, but see, nobody, um, you guys never did this to be inducted into anything. No. No. No, right? No, 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 no. no, no. And even if you're not, okay. That's that's, that's okay. Yeah. It's exactly. perfectly fine. It, it's all about the love of the sport. Absolutely. And the people and that the, are in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's it's the biggest family you've ever had in your Absolutely. life. Absolutely. The dirt track family is what I refer to with my right. guys. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. I wanted to bring up something we talked about in the green room. Um, you were talking there. about becoming, or maybe you are a brand ambassador and what you want to do presently and in the future. Yeah, I am working more towards um, getting together with some companies that have a like-minded thing and want to really try to uh, bring more women into motorcycle riding. If you look at the demographic of women being able to buy their own bikes now and do their own things and work on them and then uh, teach clinics and um, I do... uh, um, keynote speaking about my career because my career has been very eclectic and i've been very fortunate to be Mm -hmm. able to travel the world and and um you know just share the stories of training of all the aspects that it takes to be a professional athlete aren't you supposed to Supposed to what? To do exactly what you're saying. No. But see, I've been retired from that in <laughs> but for you so have many years. All this knowledge. It's true. Just oozing out of your ears. And, and as well as you as well. It's yeah. true. Hey, you never got hurt. Yeah. <laughs> you're a better right? speaker. You could talk for not, hours. Not till five years ago. Yes. I was very blessed. Very <laughs> but blessed. it's it's all about giving back. Absolutely. You know? And if you're Absolutely. not and you too. Yep. You know, if you're not giving because there's some little girl sitting in the audience yes. that's going to hear your story and there's something's going to go click what's her name kukula from sns summer kukla summer oh my gosh she's doing so well this is a young lady her mom and dad track. own uh grandma and grandpa they own a uh, a, ma- a magazine now online of the about the desert oh. 
and she started racing. Yes. She races over here. You know her? Yes. Up at Camp Lock. And I understand. She's doing I'm trying, well. trying to get her on TV, but I'm having a little difficulty. It's quite a drive for them. Oh, please. Well, actually, it's leave, closer than you two. Le- Sorry. Leave the desert to come to San <laughs> right, Diego right, right, for right, the weekend. Right. right. But no, and, and I and I applaud you for that. And see, and there's another KUSI segment that we can do. And if you guys want to do that, and since you, how many how many bikes do you have left? Yeah. I, I have one bike. What is it? Right now, it's it's a Z four hundred little Kawasaki sport bike. Okay. Little Canyon Ripper. So you don't have any little old race canyon bikes. Canyon Ripper. Uh, not okay. right now. I'm I am going to be get, getting more into dual sport stuff. Oh really? Uh, I you know I really know that at this age you know I'm just about just a little shy of sixty five and I've had just everything. about everything every joint you can imagine replaced. Um, I don't really want to be on a racetrack per se no, although, no, 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 although no. we we went and raced but that was just kind of a fluke thing yeah. uh but i do want to go and I, teach teach riding principles and right. basic technique we're short women are short right i'm five foot two and so the bikes that come now you, you know you've yeah. really got to learn just the the common things that you can do a thread through that work on every bike that you ride. Right. And right. Um, if someone can show you something uh, that's so simple that you wouldn't, you wouldn't have thought of yourself and it can make such a huge difference right. in your riding, absolutely. I mean, well, you see someone's face light and, up. And, short, and uh-huh. shortness, a lot of people take that as a, as a negative. Oh, lower center of gravity can help. But I was talking to um, uh, one of the riders at Moto World and he's five foot five, mm-hmm. and I was helping a marine. She was getting a Honda Rebel three hundred, and she says, "Well, you know, I'm pretty short." And he goes, "No, no, 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 Mm-mm. ignore that. Not it, in that sport. No, no, it just ignore it." He says because it's all about getting up on the bike and going, and your short stature is going to be a benefit, not a negative. The lightweight too, and the, the light and the lightweightness. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I think that's, I think that's. Uh, that's something that you should really push, and I would get with what Yamaha is. Who was your well? Main? Yamaha was my main sponsor, and then there, you know, there are other companies that I've worked throughout throughout my career, sure. and um, you know, we're putting together proposals now and doing that. And I have been doing and getting on to a keynote speaking engagements, right. and which you and, need to do. And and I love doing it because I really, really love talking about the sport that gave me just the most incredible. And life. I can't wait to get your book. That's going to yeah, be me awesome. Too. Me I don't too. know you if mean I the, name the names. The dual book between the uh, yeah, right. Ask for excited? permission. Aren't you excited? Uh, about I am. The All book? the photographs. I can't wait to oh, see. Oh, it's going to be a wonderful. Yeah. Did um, we had Mercedes Gonzalez in recently? And, Speedy. Um, it's, yes. Yep. Mer Speedy. Yes. She actually um, in one of the interviews I previewed. Uh, gave you a lot of kudos she looked up to you oh. again putting into perspective the greatness that we are surrounded in by the presence of you too she's um, a wonderful girl and just she took the ball when when i retired she followed in the same um in the same lane that we, i was trying to pursue about being approachable being able to speak well uh, and support your sponsors, and basically, what your job is as a racer is your advertisement for them. So, yeah. whatever you put out there, whatever you wear, whatever, it's all important. Yes. And she is just like she's such a, a neat person. And uh, I, yeah, I look I look yeah, up to her like nobody's business too. It was a delight. Now, Dave, um, 
if you can multitask. Do okay. you recall, is she, is she doing some sort of schooling as well or mentoring? I felt like she was. And if that's the case, maybe uh, talk to her about it. I, we were talking about it. Okay, okay. Just wanted to push you in that direction. No, we've been talking about all it. Right. Working all together. Right. Well, you're always, both of you are always welcome back or call in. Both of you, you. since you guys are joined at the hip. Um, I'm sure there's tons of more stories. And I know Brittany is not going to sleep until she can get them all out of you. Yeah, I have a truth or not, truth or myth. Uh, Did your dad, when you were really young, really try to go around to the pits and pay other girls to race so you could have a full Yes, he actually did. He actually did. (laughs) He, Thank he, you. He wanted the girls to be recognized and have their own sure, class. Sure, My sister and I were like, we wanted that too. Yeah. But at the same time, we just want to race. So if we got to race with the guys, we got to race yeah, with the guys. Yeah, we don't care. Yeah, we don't Because once you put your helmet on, yeah. all Except for the berets. Yeah. <laughs> the pigtails. That's what, that's a dead giveaway. Well, ladies, it's oh, been an honor. Thanks for coming Can't all thank the way you down. enough. Thank you so much. Brittany, as always, oh. three hours is never enough with and you. And thank you, Michael Lewis, for the help. And thank you, Brendan, for being so quiet. Well, he's going to be asleep in a couple weeks once the baby's here, huh? We're going to have to He's check not going to do it. I'm going to come in with a hoarse voice. <laughs> yeah, all right. And we don't he's going to be a daddy in a couple weeks. And we weeks. don't even know why that is, so we're not even going there. Well, listen, thank you very much for having us on the show. Oh. It's been a pleasure. Love hey. to come back. You're more Got than a welcome. a lot of stories. Had fun, oh, huh? Boy. You bet I See, will. There you go. All right. <laughs> we're going to take a quick break, but don't go anywhere. Gun Owners Radio, right around the corner. FM 961 AM 1170, The The Answer. Answer.